Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. My Bible is open to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 3. And I want to encourage you to join me there. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for the ability to have fun in church. Um, and just to remind us that we have victory in Jesus. Um, I ask you today that you would begin granting victories like never before in the lives of your people. And we thank you for your word, which is a word in season. And it's a word that ministers life to us. Now adjust what you need to adjust, do what you need to do, say what you need to say, and love us through your word. Your word is already anointed. It's men that need the anointing. So grant a fresh anointing today to minister your word and grant a fresh anointing to hear and receive and do your word in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you from this subject matter, faith that wins, faith that wins. And I uh, want us to be, want us to do something. I know you are Bible scholars and you are just highly brilliant people. And I want to draw your attention to something what's uh, called this. We're going to become students of the obvious. As we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter number three, I'm reading from a New King James Version. But I want us to notice this, these two words, your faith. Okay. As we read through it, say it with me when we get to your faith. Therefore, when we could no verse number one, therefore, when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith, that no one should be shaken by these afflictions for you yourselves know that we are appointed to this, for in fact, we told you before when we were with you that we would suffer tribulations just as it happened. And you know, for this reason, when I could no longer endure it, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter had tempted you and our labor might be in vain. But now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love, and that you always have good remembrance of us, greatly desiring to see us as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, in all of our affliction and distress, we were comforted concerning you by your faith for now we live if you stand fast in the Lord for what thanks can we render to God for you for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sake before our God night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and perfect that what is lacking in so could it be that he's talking about your faith 
Yeah, your faith. Um, there is there's something that I came across um, in our daily bread. I want to read that to you. It says, sometimes we view problems without the imagination it takes to have faith. Isn't that a powerful statement? Let me say it again. Sometimes we view problems without the imagination it takes to have faith. We expect pain and fear and despair to greet us every morning, but overlook the possibility of something different happening. We don't expect recovery, growth, or victory through God's power. Yet the Bible says God is the one who helps us through difficult times. The, the, one of the main things, and, and those of you who, who, who played sports or you have won anything, one of the main things in winning is to believe that you can. Amen. Amen. <laughs> is, to, is to really envision it. And a lot of times we have envisioned our, what we have been experiencing so long, it's hard to see something different. And, and, and we just kind of settle into the norm. We kind of settle into what we have experienced and we call that the norm and we let that just settle and establish, be established. When really faith will allow you to see beyond what is to what could be. Faith will allow you to see beyond what you're currently experiencing, feeling and thinking to what God could bring on the scene. Because see, when we're talking about faith, we're not talking about just your ability to get the job done. We're talking about a real faith in a real God who has real power, who can do something way beyond what you ask, think, or even imagine. And it doesn't take him long. I'm telling you, you could be sitting in here and you could have a by this time tomorrow experience. I mean, God is that kind of God. And so we need to have a faith that wins, a faith that experiences victory, a faith that is fortified, a faith that is alive and working for us. Amen. When we look at this particular text, uh, I just want to lift up some things that I believe is going to help us today um, before you go and grill for the game. <clears throat> Um, the, the, the first thing is this. Your faith must be established and encouraged. Say this, say, make it say my faith. My faith must be established and encouraged. Say it again. My faith must be established and encouraged. I get that from verse number two. He sent Timothy, he said, the brother, the minister of God, uh, labor in the gospel. Listen to what he sent him for. To establish you and encourage you concerning your faith. Establish there means to cause someone to be strong in the sense of more firm and unchanging in attitude or belief. He says, I, don't, I, I want you to make sure that nothing is causing you to waver, that you are firm in your faith, 
that you are established. You're becoming strong in your faith. And he says, I sent Timothy to help that happen. Let me just say this on a side note. Don't refuse your Timothy when they come. Because a lot of times God will send us our Timothys to encourage us in our, to establish us in our faith. But sometimes pride or whatever the reason we resist our Timothys. But also he says, I sent Timothy to establish and then encourage you to call alongside and exhort you to encourage, to strengthen you in your faith. So understand something you and I um, we are subject to our emotions. God gave us our emotions, but he doesn't want us to live by them. So what I'm getting at is this. You can feel like you're just on top today. And then sometimes for no reason at all. Tomorrow, uh-uh. Later today. You, you know what I'm saying? And so that's why our faith has to be there and it has to be strong because, again, our emotions are, are I mean, they're just that. They are very real and they can lead us down a path that perhaps is contrary to the thing that we're believing on the inside. Amen. And so he says, I sent somebody, I sent Timothy to help you right there. Uh, and, and we need to be established. And the reason I need you to be established so that you won't be shaken. Um, if I had it my way, I would really, I, I, I would make a motion to the moderator and say, brother moderator, sister moderator, I make a motion that every day good things happen to me. And the older I get, I want better, them to get better and better each day. And then I would say, I second that motion. Then I would, it's all in favor, I would vote I. And I wouldn't even ask if there anybody in the opposition. Because <laughs> that's what I, I, isn't that what you want in your life? But the truth of the matter is life doesn't work that way. And that's why we have to have a faith that wins. We have to have this faith that is established and encouraged because sometimes life will present things to you that will try to get you off course. But we want you to not be shaken. Come on, say, I shall not be moved off what I believe. About my, God. about my God. He is well able, is well able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask a thing. And the truth of the matter is, he's not lost any power. He has the ability to get the job done and our faith is in him. Other thing uh, um, we want to look at is this. I want to lift up out of this, these passages is this. Your faith gives you the power to stay. Come on, let's say my faith, my faith gives, me gives me the power, the power to stay. 
In fact, encourage somebody to tell them your faith gives you the power to stand. Uh, when we look at this, he says, uh, verse number six, he says, but now that Timothy has come from you and brought us the good news concerning your faith, and then he, verse number seven, he says, therefore, brethren, in all our afflictions and distress, we were comforted concerning you by your faith. Verse eight, for we live for for now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. Um, ver, if you look at that verse number eight in the New Living Translation, he says it gives us new life to know that you are standing firm in the Lord. It, it brings a level of encouragement. Paul wanted to know the condition of their faith. He says, are they still strong? He wanted to know if the enemy has gotten to him. Had his work been in vain? But he let up. Timothy said, no, 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 no. They're still standing. So he said, some things have come that are not so good. Difficulties have shown up their way. But I want to report to you, Brother Paul, that that church at Thessalonica, they're still standing. Oh, my. So, oh, wouldn't it be something if the report came back about you? Yeah, they're cast down, but they're not destroyed. Oh, they've been hit, but I'm telling you, they're still standing. I'm still standing, as Bishop Morton would say. So we have to understand that the scripture tells us after having done all to stand, you keep on standing. You keep on standing. You and that's what faith will enable you to do. I'm telling you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one lives in you and he is greater than any opposition that you could ever face. Yes. I want to let you know like this. Uh, I, I remember he hearing Bishop Kenneth Olmer tell this story. It was just so powerful. He said he used to watch um, uh, James Bond films and he was watching it with his nephew. And the nephew was like, okay, uh, he, he, the nephew got kind of distraught because he was like, my goodness, James had gotten to a terrible place and he was wondering if, any, it, was, if it was gonna be okay. And he said the nephew was kind of sitting on the edge of the seat going, I don't know if James is gonna be able to get out of this. What's gonna happen? Unk, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? He said, calm down. He said, why, why? He said, it's in the script. <laughs> What God has written for your life is in the script. You're going to come out of this. You're going to be okay. You're going to be able to stand. You're going to come out with not even a smell of smoke on you. The very thing that the enemy tried to use to keep you bound is going to get burned up in the very adversity itself. He is well able to cause you to stand. And what happens is this. When you feel like you're losing your standing power, he stands up on the inside of you. You're propped up on the inside. 
by the greater one. That's why you have to have a faith that wins. A faith that'll keep you standing. A faith that'll keep a smile on your faith. Faith. A faith that will keep you mute when they are saying everything about you. A faith that'll cause you to keep going irrespective of what you see and what you feel. The enemy can try to intimidate you. One of my, uh, one of our, I go ahead and include her in this, one of our favorite movies is A Bug's Life. And so it's an old movie, but it's, 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 it's the truth. And in The Bug's Life, um, uh, their leader was named Flick. He was the lead ant. And the ants began to stand up to the grasshoppers and Flick said, Ants are not meant to serve grasshoppers. I've seen these ants do great things. And year after year, they somehow manage to pick food for themselves and you. So who is the weaker species? Ants don't serve grasshoppers. It's you who need us. We're a lot stronger than you, you say we are. And you know it, don't you? And so what I'm talking about, the enemy will come to you and try to give you the illusion that you are weak. And you have to tell him, wait just a minute. You know we're stronger, don't you? Because you've seen the resurrection power already from the head of the church. And I've got a dabble of it on and in me. And you recognize what you are encountering right now. When I say greater is he that's in me, I'm telling you he's bigger than what you think. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So faith will give you the power to stand. Here's the last thing. Faith, your faith must be matured. Come on, say, my faith, my faith. Must, be must be matured. Now, when you look at this text, the la the, in verse number nine, he says, for what thanks can we render to God for you for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sake before our God, night and day praying exceedingly that we may see your face, listen to this, and perfect what is lacking in your faith. We want to perfect what is lacking in your faith? That's verse number 10. I want to look at that same verse in the New International Version. Verse number 10, 1 Thessalonians 3 and 10. It says in the New International Version, Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Look at the same verse in the New Living Translation. It's going, it's going to help you. It's going to help you. Night and day we pray earnestly for you, asking God to let us see you again to fill the gaps. Isn't that something? To what? Fill the gaps in your faith. Hear me in this. 
a lot of times, especially nowadays with our exposure to the internet and all the information, our language is beyond our experience. And so you can sound like an expert, but not know. You can have all of the words from a spiritual standpoint, anything else. You can, you can say El Elyon, you can say Jehovah Makedesh, you can say Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh. Well, and, and, and you can have all that, but somebody might be able to say, now I don't know all those words, but I've seen it make a way. Well, there was no way. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know all those words, but you know what? He healed me. Yeah. I know him as a company keeper. I know him as a fixer. Yeah. I've seen him come time and time again. And what I'm getting at is this. God wants us to mature in our faith so that we begin to have an experience with him that goes along. We continue to grow. Hear me. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And God wants our faith not just to lie dormant, but to continue to grow with our lives. Grow with us. Grow. And, and we go from glory to glory and from faith to faith. And so we want to have a mature faith. What will happen is this. God will allow us to experience some things, not that he's trying to put difficulty on us, but he wants to show out in your life so that you can know how to trust him. So that you begin saying stuff like, I seen him come through here. And I know he'll come through right here. I've seen him do this, and I know he'll deal with that. Because the enemy, he listen, he's gonna do the same thing over and over and over. He doesn't have any new toys. He'll just repackage old stuff. That's what he'll do. Repackage all stuff and present it to you. And he'll try to, you know, put bells and whistles on it. One day it's red, one day it's yellow, one day it's green. It's screaming and all this different voices scream. Ha! Ooh, ha! Whatever, all those things. But, but, but you have to recognize, wait a minute. That's the same devil. That's the same devil. Different dress. Same devil. Different suit. Same devil. Different situation. Same devil. Different state. Because God wants you to mature in your faith and know that, wait a minute, God, you can handle this. You're not allowing this to take me by surprise. You've seen it already. And I'm not informing you of what's going on. I just want to hear from you so that I can draw near to you and receive the strength that you give. Now, when we talk, we're talking about football, one of the things I found out is this. Um, I've been walk, watching these documentaries, and um, a good coach, what they're able to do is this. They're able to see the weaknesses in their team and draft accordingly. You don't go and add just strength in the area you already have strength in. What will happen is, I, in fact, I saw this documentary between the Dallas Cowboys that was concerning a rivalry between the, the them Cowboys and, um, and the San Francisco oh, 49ers. So 
Years ago, the 49ers had this player named Charles Haley. He was a defensive nightmare. And he played just, I mean, at a level where he brought everything on the field. And they were playing against Dallas, and everybody they played against, he was up. He would wreck them. So Dallas said, I tell you what we're going to do. The 49ers said, we can't handle him because he had some other issues going on. They said, Charles, come on over here. And they brought Charles over to the Dallas Cowboys, whereas the 49ers were beating the Cowboys during that season. The Cowboys got Charles Haley. And guess what happened the next season? They beat him. The quarterback for the 49ers was like, he hit me so hard. <laughs> like, you know, I want to call my mama kind of thing, you know, of grown man, mama, mama. But, but, but what I'm getting at is this. What God does, he looks at the gaps in your faith. And he begins to supply what is lacking, the gaps, those areas where you have, you've been saying a lot of things, but you don't know, you've not experienced that. So when he sends somebody, don't refuse them because they're there to help supply what is lacking, to bring your faith to a level of maturity so that when you are able to say in the name of Jesus, everything from your toes to your, the follicles on your head will begin to line up with his will, line up with his word, and it will begin to enforce what he has already declared. Have a winning faith in God because God will not fail. So he wants this faith to be matured. He wants it to grow. Paul was the one who looked at this church and he says, look, I want to make sure that you're growing in this faith. And he said, I'm thankful for you. He rejoiced over them. He prayed for them. He wanted to spend face-to-face -face time with them all for the purposes of seeing their faith grow and mature. Ladies and gentlemen, don't just have a faith. Have a faith that wins. Have a faith that's growing. Have a faith that'll stand. Have a faith, when you look at it, it's established and encouraged. And you are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen? Amen. Jesus said, have faith in God. So I want to encourage you today. You're winners. Come on, say, I've got, I'm a winner. Come on, say, this is the victory. That overcomes, the world, that overcomes the world, even our faith. Even our faith. Let's give it up for the Lord. Give a praise to him. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.